0: Welcome to the Real Estate Entrepreneurs Podcast. Welcome
1: to the Real Estate Entrepreneurs Podcast. Today, we have a friend from the Houston area that I just met for the first time about a week ago. Now, if you're watching this podcast, this is coming somewhere around November or October, but I've been following Nathan for quite a while because we're friends on Facebook, and I get to see what you're doing, man. Thank you for uh, accepting the invitation and coming over.
0: Thanks for inviting me, man. Really appreciate it. My pleasure, man. So who are you, man? Where do you come from? Well, I have always—I was born and raised in Texas. I was born in San Antonio. I moved to Houston when I was 10. Been in the Clear Lake area for about 18 years. So really, that's just where my my base is. Okay. Clear Lake uh, area, really. Good deal. Yeah. You go to high school here in
1: Houston? I mean Clear Lake? Channel View. Channel View. Channel View, yeah. Why do you, why do you, do you move to Houston? Like your parents move here, your,
0: yeah, they had a job uh,
1: change or what?
0: Yeah, uh, so my parents got divorced when I was 10, so okay. moved over here. My family got a lot of, I got a lot of cousins and aunts and uncles and here, right. so just, you know. It made sense family. to come over and be around the family. Yes, exactly. It's in that time, for sure. Yeah. Right, and, okay. And uh, that's where it started, but, uh, you know, been in Clear Lake for a long time, love Clear Lake, um, you know, a lot of y'all might know Tom Barry. Yeah, We started in real estate together. Um, I think Tom maybe had flipped one house in Ohio. And I had wholesaled maybe one or two deals. And then we started working together every day for like two years straight. Just friendly competition, helping each other out. And uh, yeah, yeah, I mean. How do you get into real estate? Like, Yeah.
1: So, so you graduate high school. Yeah. Do you get jobs or
0: whatever or... Yeah. Or you went straight into real estate? No, no, no. I don't I don't, I don't. know if anybody's just like, I'm going into real estate, right? But no, yeah. I, I've i always been in sales or kind of just doing my own thing, you know? Um, uh, I always, you know, and, in, and so I'd get jobs that needed degrees. I'd just talk my way in there, like, right. sales, and then I'd be their top guy, you know? But then I'd look at my check, and I'd be like, what the heck is this? Right, right? when I first started wholesaling, you know, it was in between deals or whatever. And I'm like, man. How old were you when you started wholesaling? I was twenty-two years old. Oh man, you were young. We started young. I wish I would have started then. Started young. I had bad credit. I had about two hundred bucks, and uh, I just, I just hustled my way. You I just did. You just did sales jobs before you got to wholesaling. Yeah. How
1: yeah. do you find out about wholesaling? So I
0: ordered this course from Tim Mai. Wow! Uh, Shout well, out to my friend Tim Mai. I love, I love Tim. Yeah. Yeah. Tim Tim got me in it, so oh, I was man, gonna have a place for him. Right, but yeah. If some of y'all don't know Tim, you know Asian guy, always smiling. Yeah. uh, Always wearing Hawaiian shirts. Just uh just a good guy. Yeah. But uh it was a sixteen hundred dollar course, and it was online, and I was like, I don't have sixteen hundred dollars like we take payments. I was like, sign me up. (laughs) Yeah,
1: Tim is not gonna deny you if you have money. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter what kind
0: of money. Yeah. You know, you can say I want to do a hundred bucks a month.
1: Okay. (laughs) Signings, here you go.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so I was ignorant, I just did exactly what he told me to do. He just said put out uh, 100 bandit signs in a small area, and that's what I did. I went to San Leon, Bay Cliff area, put out 100 bandit signs. I didn't even get a deal off of that, I got off a local paper there. And uh, wholesaled it first month after I ordered the course. What year is this, like 2008 or something like that? Yeah, about 2008, around then, yeah. And uh, wholesaled it, partnered with somebody because I didn't know what I was doing. Made four grand, split it, and I was like, oh, wow. Well, actually, that was a lot of money for me at the time. Right. I had 200 bucks. <laughs> yeah. but uh, Yeah, you go for yeah. 200, four grand, you're like, yeah. what do I do with this money now? Yeah, like, you
1: know?
0: <laughs> I was like, you know, I mean, honestly, I was like, okay, this wasn't life-changing, but it was life-changing because... It's proof of concept. It worked. All I did was move some paper around. I was like, oh, okay. I can make money moving paper? Okay, cool, great. Let's do this again. So that's where I started.
1: Wow. Well, yeah. So, at the time, I remember there was a guy, Jeremy Moritz, man. He was wholesaling. You remember him? Man, that guy was a beast, bro. Like, if if he showed up on a house and you were a wholesaler and you were going to go talk to that seller and he was there, you just turned around and leave. (laughs) He's going to get it. That's how good he was. I used to buy deals from him. Okay. Um, I started at the same time, right around 2008. Um, But I was just starting as a flipper. Okay. Um, And I bought my first house in Pasadena from him. Mm. And... And that's when I started getting plugged in with the events that my house deals were doing, like they were putting together. Mm-hmm. That's when I started finding out about uh, Brent Phillips and uh, uh, Team Mai mm-hmm. and and all of these guys that were the gurus back then. Mm-hmm. Doug man, it, yeah. The, you know, I never met him. Like, oh no? I, I know who he is. I use my my house deals. Yeah. I post deals
0: in there. Yeah, but I never met him. Yeah, we met a long time ago. I met his dad. His dad was trying to like, oh, you want a job? And Doug was like, I don't think that's what he wants. <laughs> and then, uh, no, Doug, yeah, I mean, I, we we know of each other. We hung out a little bit. He's a cool guy. He lives here in Houston, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. I
1: uh-huh. should reach out. Yeah. Um, so, all right, man, you got your first deal, you collected a check, and then what? What happened?
0: And then I was off to the races, man. Uh, you know, I had met Tom a little bit after that, and we were just pumping out the bandit signs. We would go to resupply, we would buy the six by three foot Coroplast sheets. Yep. We didn't have money for a table saw, so we just we got a box oh, nice. cutter, yep. cut them up. We have made little signs. We bought these uh, thick markers from Office Depot. Right out, I buy houses as is cash and my phone number at the bottom, you know? Now, were bad signs at the time a thing or? It wasn't as much as it is now, uh, but yeah, I mean, they were, every, I mean, there were, I mean, we were everywhere. <laughs> I put out over two thousand myself by hand, right from from Galveston to Beaumont, you know, wow. and uh, and Tom was right behind me there too. So yeah, I mean, it's it was our only way of marketing. We didn't know anything else, right at the at that moment. Yeah, that we were not in the digital era back then.
1: You know, we were cold calling. What is that like? Mm-hmm. How do you even cold call, right? Mm-hmm.
0: And I had a different mindset then, you know. Uh, I was twenty-two. I worked like two days a week and made a year's salary. You know, right. I should have worked more and made more and all that. But right. I just had a different mindset. But yeah, yeah. But you, you were
1: partying and all
0: that. Or? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. that's what you do when you're twenty-two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah exactly. <laughs> all right. So yeah. when uh, so so wholesaling, how long did you wholesale for before you actually started taking down properties?
0: Yeah, I wholesaled for about. Two two and a half years. Uh, Tom, you know, and I said Tom and I started together, and he he had a, he was with another business. He had about fifteen years experience with another business. It just wasn't going so well, I, really bad actually at that moment. Uh, you know, it was right after the downturn and everything, and so he had a lot of experience. So he you know he excelled faster, but I was just wholesaling for two two and a half years. Then I then I bought a subject two, and flipped that my first deal. Okay. and uh, made about 15 grand on that. And I was like, okay, cool, that was in Pasadena also. Um, what was your average assignment back then? It was much smaller, much smaller than today, right? So average, I would say was probably s- seven to 12, somewhere in there. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. but we had $40,000 ones. We had, you know. Yeah, they, they all popped so, up every now and then. Like. Yeah, yeah, I always say if you do this long enough and you, Enough deals, you'll get those big ones. You'll get those. That's big ones. the thing, right?
1: When I first bought that house in Pasadena from this guy, Jeremy, um, I get to the closing table, it was my first house, and I bought it for I think it was 13,000 mm-hmm. cash, mm. but the assignment was nine almost ten thousand. dude, mm. And I was like, the lady's just getting two grand for this house, this dude is making almost ten grand. Dang. How is this possible?
0: Yeah,
1: right? Yeah. Um, That's when I first realized what wholesaling was, but I really didn't understand it, other than I was just buying the contract. Um, But that's why I asked you what your average assignment was, because I remember I used to buy houses from another guy, Wendell, uh, Wendell Jones, Uh, that was the other guy's name, that was very popular at the time, you probably know him, Uh, forget his name, but he had a big company and, and, and these guys were pumping out deals. But those were 3000 4000 3000 5000 This is 2008, 2009. Right. Um, the assignments are a thing, but there's
0: mm. deals everywhere. Mm. Uh, you can cherry pick. Uh, I remember getting houses all, all day long in certain areas for 20 grand. You know, 20 grand for yes. these houses, you know. Especially after the hurricane, right after that, you know, with Ike. You know. That um, was back in 2000, what? 2005 or 6? Uh, no, Ike was, I think it was. Maybe 8 was right after I started. No, two, yeah, somewhere around another, there, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, now there was some killer deals, and I just knew wholesaling at the time. I so mean, you wholesale for a few years? Yeah, a few years, started with that. And I think it's good for everybody to start with that. I mean, unless you got a little cash you know, or something, but you yeah. learn the process, you get to know the players, you learn to no know repairs, you get to know how to figure out your, what is a deal, what isn't a deal. Man, I like wholesaling better than anything else.
1: Yeah. You could not get me to yeah. buy a house right now. You could yeah. not get me to go flip a house. Okay. And I've done them all. Yeah, But, and I started backwards. So I started rehabbing, yeah. and then went into a landlord, and then went to flipping. And today, oh, that house is a great
0: deal. Okay, that's his great deal. Yeah. I'm just gonna make money on the transfer of the deal. You know what's funny, man, uh, I just, you know, I get personal sometimes, but about, about five months ago, I almost died, thank God I'm here. Talking to you. Wow. Right? Yep. But before that, uh, I was buying four houses a month myself, like buying consistently and for flips and rentals. And, um, you know, and we still have, you know, stuff we're clearing out, you know, though uh, though I'm going back to wholesaling right now to the end of the year, at least. I think there's a lot of crazy stuff going on right in the, in the world, let's just say right right now. So I'm on back to wholesaling till the end of the year and see where we're at.
1: Later. Well you need to come to our mastermind in Miami, bro. Uh yeah. Wholesaling today is a lot different from yeah. what it used to be. Yeah, I haven't wholesaled in years. Now so. we well we do it all overseas number one. Yeah. So our guys in Venezuela, they buy and sell our properties. Mm-hmm. All over the phone. Mm-hmm. We do it nationwide. Mm-hmm. Like I left Houston a long time ago. I just haven't moved out yet. Mm-hmm. You follow me?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, we do deals here, yeah. but
1: it's because somebody brings me the deal for us to sell it. Right. Um, and it's not abnormal for somebody to make 500000 700000 800000 in one month. It's not abnormal. Actually, most of my friends, that's where they are. I see that on Facebook. I'm like, geez. Yeah. I have a friend. Uh, his name is Forrest. Forrest Blackburn. A um, great friend of mine. He's the one I'm doing the mastermind with in Miami, and um, he's pulling one, two minutes with only five people on his team. So the the evolution of wholesaling, it, it'd be interesting if we did the evolution of wholesaling. Yeah, like what where, I used to do, what I used to yeah, do. Yeah, where did it all start, right? Because yeah. I remember uh, homebesters was like the way to go back then, yeah. uh, other than the guys that were doing signs like you and right. Tom, right? right. And, and some of the other guys, mm-hmm. but... Today, we're doing SMS, cold calling, PPC. Uh, those are the main three that are bringing a lot of leads. Uh, some people are doing mailers still, mm-hmm. although the price per contract on that is way too high, mm-hmm. uh, in my opinion. And then uh, JV, man. There's so many JV deals going on around it. Like, you could literally leave just of JV if you have a solid buyer's list. Mm. Um, of course, when you go nationwide, it's different because you don't have right. a relationship with people in other In other towns. But after the show, after the podcast, I'll I'll give you a little rundown on what's going on in this whole world of wholesaling. That's why I'm like, flip a house for 40 grand, 50 grand? For what? Yeah. All I I got to do is 10 contracts and I make 100 or 200. You follow me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why would I want to go flip a house and manage grown ass man contractors that are not showing up on time? They screw up the job. Like I was watching on that RIA, you were there. Mm -hmm. We were both standing when the man was talking about the bathrooms. Oh, and I'm looking at him. I'm like, man, none of, my, none of my guys ever did any of that. Yeah, And I was man, like, all yeah. my bathrooms are messed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, it's crazy the way that the our world has changed into marketing and all that. But so you took a house down, you sold it, made fifteen grand, and that's that's when you started kind of like ramping up.
0: Yeah, thing, right? yeah, as yeah. A, as a,
1: Like, were you buying, holding these houses, or just flipping? no? Mostly,
0: I so I, I, you know I'm extreme with things. So I started with wholesaling; that's all in it. Like, right, studied that, that's it. got really that's good at that. Right at the at that time, bitch. right. Then I started flipping; it's all I did for a while. Right. Flipping. Then mm-hmm. I bought some rentals. Thank goodness, because uh, you know rentals. I love rentals. Uh, for me, you know, I grew up with Tom. He was all about building your net worth. So right. I remember he 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 talks about it in some of his courses and he'd bring us to to his wife Melissa and uh he, he'd be like look we just we just added 250 thousand dollars to our to members. our net worth yeah. she's like great how are we paying bills next week <laughs> well
1: that's the thing right so so let's talk about that for a second yeah. because yeah. i i was in that same boat for yeah. a long time yeah i was um putting properties away I and mean, yeah I was rich on paper mm-hmm. but i was poor on cash man yeah, and, and and I had a job, so I did it while I had a job, so I did mm-hmm. it part time. But equity is not real unless you cash it, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And and then when the market fluctuates, equity goes up and down. But then you get toilet problems, AC problems, you know, tenant problems—they're not paying for some reason or whatever—and yet you are still rich on paper, you may be worth a few million dollars. So mm-hmm. literally, your cash flow sucks. You yeah, yeah, And when an AC goes out, that's the cash flow for the property for the next two or three years, probably. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. But now, today, you can see higher, um, like, $400, $500 on a, on a single-family home. It's mm-hmm. not abnormal. But back then, it was $250. Yeah.
0: Okay. That, you're doing good if you're getting that. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Right. So, I, that's the first thing I scaled was my rentals. And I hated life, dude. Like, mm-hmm. Because I bought somebody else's vision. Mm-hmm. You see, when I saw guys like Blake Jarbro talk about, I got hundred houses, mm-hmm. and I have cash flow forty thousand bucks a month. Back then, to me, forty grand was like, shit, that's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And I had a job, right? I wanted to chase that, and I did, and I got there, and then I was like, wait a minute, this is not what I wanted. Yeah, like, yeah, mm-hmm. I got this cash flow. But now i got all this new set of problems that that no one of those guys talked about, right? And they kept it to themselves.
0: Yeah, you know, uh, rentals, I always say, I I put it this way when I teach. I say rentals are for the mature investor. There's no immediate gratification at all. Right. (laughs) You know? And so, but thank God I've had some for five, six years now. And so you you move the money around. So actually yesterday I just signed, pulled, pulled. 32,000 cash. I don't want, I'm only in still at 58% of ARV. Ooh, wait. So, you know, I'll pull some out. I pulled an 120 out of another the other day. So, I'm going to pull some of these out, this cash, and I'm going to pay off some rentals. So then that's pure, pure, except for, you know, taxes and insurance and, of course, maintenance. Why paying them off? Why don't refinance the other guys out? Yeah, I mean, there's different thoughts on a lot of those, right? Like, well, in all that money I pull out, it's tax-free. I don't pay taxes That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Why not refinance all of them? Yeah, pull all just the cash. Pull all the cash. Yeah, out, right? yeah, there's a, lot, there's a lot on that. Um, you know, I just... Yes, look, and the reason I ask you this,
1: and, yeah. and I love this conversation, by yeah. the way, mm-hmm. is because, yeah, because most of my podcasts are about wholesaling and this and mm-hmm. that, and mm-hmm. this is real, real steady investing. Yeah. Um, most of the people that... I would say not most of them, but I would say half of the people that we buy houses today from are landlords. Yeah. And they were professional landlords at some point. Mm-hmm. And when I see them selling their property at a, at a huge discount, because they don't want to go fix it. Yeah. It's not really at a discount. They're selling at a market price of what it's worth because of mm-hmm. the conditions of the property, Right, right? maintenance but they don't have the energy to go and, and, and throw more paint on it and, and fix the AC and all that. And they're now, how old are you right now? 38. 38. Well, these guys are probably in their 50s and 60s now. They want nothing to do with them. They're like just, man, son, get it from me. Like, yeah. this is my offer, this is my number, like whatever. And then it's, if the numbers make sense, then you take it. And that's why after buying so many properties from people like that,
0: I was saying, man, do I, really, do I really want to be that guy? Yeah, you know, you know, Tom talks about the energy. Basically, it's what you're talking about, mm-hmm. right? And he talks about that. And he he, he actually just taught this five year planning class not too long ago. And he says he says if you do this right, and uh, you know the way I did it, not just talk, but you only have to work five years, and you never have to work again in real estate if you do it right. You know, yeah, you can, but you don't have to, right? Right, And, and he talks about, he talks about, you're, you're gonna, you're gonna lose momentum. You're gonna lose energy you're, things are gonna happen. And I'm, I'm, I'm real. I, I got to that point about, about, about three or four years ago when, um, actually, uh. How many houses do you have at the time? Uh, rentals? Yeah. Uh, about the same now. I have about, uh, what is it? About 16. Okay. Yeah. So um, you know, we always have a lot of flips going. And that's a great number, by the way. Yeah, I see guys that go to a hundred houses like
1: I did. Mm-hmm. Dude, it sucks. Like
0: yeah,
1: a hundred single family yeah. homes. Yeah, they suck. Like yeah, you know, now if I do what I do back then.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, or today, back then, I was like, you know what? I would have never went to that. I would have yeah. just went to multifamilies and all that. But yeah. Um, but 16 is a good number, man, because in, let's say, and I'm just throwing, throwing numbers yeah. out. For the, for those of you guys that are watching these guys, this is a, a, a guy that has been in this business since around 2007, 2008, mm-hmm. started as a wholesaler, then went into flipping. Bro, I had the same, I I didn't start as a wholesaler, I started backwards. So I started as a landlord, mm-hmm. flipping, then wholesaling, right? But in your case, you have about 16 rentals, uh, you could have more because mm-hmm. you've been yeah. around... For a lot longer than right. most people. Right. But what I wanna say and emphasize is that your number is a very safe number because you can be free with yeah. sixteen houses. Yeah. We can self manage. And you can self manage. Yeah. And 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 if two or three tenants are not paying for some reason, not that big of a deal. But when you got a hundred and thirty of them are not paying, that's a big deal.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was just looking at the numbers and uh, you know, we have about I think it was Right now, three doors vacant. No, one, two, four doors vacant. We're still, we're still breaking even. Yeah, <laughs> we're still breaking even on the, on the cash flow. Yeah, no, no, and your
1: properties are appreciating. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we get those four. We'll have an extra, you know, I don't know, five grand coming in. Month, right, you know, whatever it is, just right. guessing. But yeah, yeah, but that's good because, like, people want to
1: go chase greatness, right? I want to have a thousand houses. I want to do two hundred houses.
0: Yeah, that's fine, but have you asked somebody that has that many properties, what comes with it, right? You know, my specialty has always been flips. Everybody like, you know, lots of realtors in my area. And that's the other thing, you know, uh, we we, we just really met the other day. Houston is so big, we could be doing the exact same thing, blowing things up, and we never meet. No, You know, he's in Katy. I'm over there, close to Galveston. We're yeah. about an hour away. No, you walk some properties that we had because when Jada was working
1: with us, uh-huh. she would send them to you.
0: Oh, Jada, yeah. Uh, yeah,
1: and and, and uh, you walk them, but you you always offer lower, and, and I'm like, no, I'm not <laughs> selling them because I knew I could sell for more. Yeah, I'm
0: always conservative on oh, my of buys. Of course, you always have to be. conservative. You have on my to buys. be. Yeah, and so uh, you know, but I'll flip. All these realtors know, you know. Hey, it's Nathan's property. Oh, we're gonna go see it. It's always quality. It's always good. We make, you know. We averaged, yeah, about forty. I think it was forty-four thousand a while back. It probably went up last time I checked. Uh, net I profit, net, yeah. But that's because I'm a conservative, right? right. And most of mine are, let's just say, two seventy and under ARVs. Right, right. These are yeah, not high-end properties. The high end. Yeah. No. Now, but I recently, purchased, I'm going to do a Facebook Live soon. This is kind of a lead up to all that, uh, I hope. But uh, my my best property I ever bought my whole career, and that is at thirty third. And seawall, basically, right. in Galveston, it's there is a cross street, but you can walk to the beach and walk to the spot if oh, anyone wow. knows where that is. Yeah, duplex. Long story, I'll make it. I'm to make sure, but basically, Lewis, two, 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 two by four construction. Yep. Yeah, I, I I taught him um, five year planning class, and he was at James Toller's house. We were at James Toller's house, and he was talking about how you know he was like, man, what a job I mean, This is amazing. He he walked around with that and he said this is like he carried around like his Bible, he said. So that he had never wholesaled uh, from there. Then the next week he got a wholesale from texting. I don't know how he got this, but a great location. And and the house really wasn't that bad. We got under contract for one hundred and seventy thousand dollars. And at the time I thought it was worth like four fifty, four sixty fixed. And we if it was just a flip, we could have probably put forty, fifty in it, honestly. Right. But it's Airbnb, so we're going to put more. Well, we went, let's just say, again, in details, we went back and forth on price. Well, I ended up paying him $120,000 for his contract. Wow. First wholesale deal, he put $120,000 in his pocket, very first one. And uh, so I'm in at three sixty eight. dollars Well, I just met the appraiser, and it, having got it back, I just met him two days ago, it's going to come in at $600,000, oh, the $600,000, Okay. Oh, that's awesome! That's not the best part. Some of y'all might know Paul Church. He's a really good friend of mine. He is the Airbnb expert in Galveston. Yep. Yeah. And, and he, was tra- he was trying to sell me his Ferrari.
1: Yeah. Okay. He yeah. sold it. Yeah. He sold-, he sold it already. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He sent me the picture. He's happy about it. Anyway, uh, he uh, he told me I'm gonna make eighty to a hundred thousand dollars a year on this property on the Airbnb. And everybody was like, "Yeah, that's kind of minimum." I was like, damn. So if I take that money, don't take anything from it. I'll pay that thing off, and I mean, we're in at three sixty eight. As a matter of fact, on the refi, we'll probably pull fifty two thousand cash, but we're still in at very, very low amount. We just take whatever we're making, don't take any profits, just pay taxes and insurance and stuff and the normal fees. We pay that thing off in four or five years, and then just have an extra eighty to hundred grand coming in a year. Yeah, you know, for one property. Love that. Love that. if I can find another one in that location that, you know, I know it's some areas kind of saturated, but something like that where you can walk to the beach and things, that's going to stay rented and, and I'm, I'm looking for more of those for sure. Nice. Yeah. Man. yeah. All right. So how do you almost die, dude? What happened to you? Ooh. All right. So, um, so I bought a bunch of properties from a, a buddy of mine and he found this deal in, uh, Pensacola, Florida and, uh, um, it looked great it looked like steel i was like yeah let's let's go look at it well we went over there and i guess that was my fault i didn't check with the seller i just figured you know i bought bunch from him he's got this all coordinated went with him well so it was in a lawsuit with the lady she had leased the whole property out to, and she wasn't paying her so we couldn't get in i was like dang came all the way over here i was like all right man well i'm just gonna go to the casino." So I went to the casino. He had his family say, so he's like, yeah, I'll let you know when comedy has family and kids and stuff. He didn't end up coming. It was just me. Well, I was on my second drink and back then I could have drank, you know, six, seven. It was fine. Right. Second drink. Well, my, my drink got drugged. Fell in my head. Wow. Yep. Um, he ended up driving me back. I don't remember because I had a concussion. And uh, they, I got a hairline fracture in my skull and some blood in my brain. So thank God I'm here. Everything. Wow! Um, obviously, felt like I'm functioning completely right. fine, right? So, uh, but you know, basically, uh, was you know, i will talk about this soon But uh, I'm already started, so whatever.
1: Bro, we got people here that sat in that chair, yeah, and all of a sudden nobody knew, yeah, and they said I spent ten years in prison. What? Shit! You did what? Damn! Yeah, exactly. Damn. Yeah. Oh, you gotta go back and watch all your right.
0: fuel. of no, no. all them. Right, all right. So yeah, I have to do that. Yeah. So what was weird, man? I. I believe in God. I, I, right. I, I read the Bible every morning on my porch. I, I live on a canal, so I watch the fish and the birds. And I just I read I read my Bible and I say what I appreciate out loud, and then I start my day. Well, within two days of that happening to me, my cousin in Harlingen in the Valley area, he has a kid and a, a girlfriend, and just super popular. He uh, he fell and hit his head and died. Within two days of me hitting mine. I said, okay, wait a minute. God's trying to tell me something. So, what is he trying to tell me? So, he was telling me that uh, basically I need to talk about him more in public on my Facebook Lives and things like that, you know, and also get back to teaching like I did about four years ago when actually I split up with my fiance and just a tough right. time for me, right? And then COVID happened and I was teaching that. I taught for six years once a month at my brokerage to realtors. Okay. And then they cut it off COVID and COVID BS, right? But I'm now, and I and I told James, I said, I'm I'm back, man. I'm, I'm teaching again. I'm I have four four events this this month. I didn't even count five now, probably, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, and you know, one of them has 100 people, 150 people. I talked at Ray Sasser's event. James and I are doing something at my office. So I'm just back helping people. You know, I I, I genuinely like to help people, and James put it in a great way. You know, I can go flip a house and make 40, 60 grand. It's not gonna change my life. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna drive a different car. You're not, change your pockets. Yeah, we'll change that's my it. pockets. It yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna move houses. I'm not gonna But people that have people that have never seen that before and they do that, it can change their life. No, it changes their life. Changes their life. It does change their life. So that's what I really like. I really like to do that and, and you know, and I always say it's kinda like running. If you run long enough, you're gonna get in shape. You're gonna lose weight. Uh, same thing as this. If you keep teaching, and I'm doing it generally because I want to help people. Well, deals come to me, and money comes to me, also as a result.
1: Yeah, the universe has a way to repay you. You just don't yeah. know where it, where it's coming from. Right, right. Yeah, I, I I didn't teach for many years, man. Like I I did. Um, uh, I was focused on my business, and I think in 2017, I um, I literally uh, we were at the top. Uh, my yeah. business partners and I Dennis at the time, Dennis. Or? Dennis Rodriguez. Okay. You don't know him. Okay. Okay. He's 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 one of those guys that it's in the space, but he's in the background. Okay. Uh, but he's no longer in the space. He's he went to do something else. Okay. We were flipping about forty-seven houses at the time. Uh, we had a huge construction outfit doing deals left and right, and. That was the first time we ever felt rich, like, yeah. we're making real money, like, you know, like half a million in one month, you know, yeah. it's like, and you got 50 employees and all these contractors, yeah. and you have a big-ass warehouse with materials and all that, and, but we weren't plugged in, we, we didn't know what anybody else was doing, um, a lot of it was because there was a lot of egos that I saw that I was like, eh, hey, I don't want to be close to those guys. Right. Uh, so we stayed away from it, mm-hmm. uh, but that's when Harvey hit. And when Harvey hit, we had all these projects, and our people walked away overnight. So we literally started going like that real fast. For your contractors. They all walked away. Yeah. So now I have 47 loans, and and um, it was 250000 bucks a month in payments. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like liability is like way high.
0: We had money,
1: so we were like, we'll be good, you know, in six months contractors will come back and finish the projects. That didn't fucking happen. Yeah. So we went from being there all the way until we literally, I had no, I, I didn't have 50 bucks to my name, 50 bucks. And I lived like a rich guy. So I already had the house, Bill. cars, bills. Yeah. The rentals, they couldn't cover my overhead, you know, like that, that was not. So I became a motivated seller very fast and started mm-hmm. cleaning up my plate. Got into lawsuits. Had to get had houses foreclosed on. I had to go deep, do a deep. all the nightmares of a real estate investor. I lived it. Yeah, shit that you probably say I'll take a bullet before yeah. I get a foreclosure or before I gotta deal a house over. Yeah. I used to be that guy that would say those things. I guess yeah. what I had to do. So I had to go do all that. That's when I started getting myself plugged in into yeah. events, masterminds, trying to find because I was. In a way, we were the people that people came for advice, mm-hmm. but we didn't know who to go for advice, mm-hmm. and we were by ourselves. So, huge mistake, huge mistake,
0: mm-hmm. and and that's what got me into yeah, educating. Yeah, being plugged in, man. It's not just yeah, it's huge because you see different different people's perspectives, perspectives. and you know, at the end of the day, perspective is reality. What I remember you your friend James. Our friend,
1: he wants, he goes to my podcast, and then after the podcast, he goes to my office. And I'm sh- and he's like, Ricardo, so what are you doing? So I tell him all of these different projects that we have. He's like, dude. And I said, James, don't fucking do this. Mm. And he was starting to do a lot of projects. And he's like, why? I was like, brother, I'm. this is two years after Harvey. This is 2019. Yeah, 2019. I'm still dealing with these properties, man. And I'm getting hit on lawsuits and this and that. I was never expecting on a Harvey. Yeah, I had all these projects running around. So be careful with the monster that you build. Yeah, because he started. He was starting to grow like multiple projects and this and that. I said that's cool. Yeah, and he's good, and you're making money. But if we have another storm like that, yeah, and yeah. little little did I know, COVID was gonna come a year, yeah. a year, a year after, right? Yeah, and a lot of people suffer because of COVID.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: But now that you're teaching. Um, you stopped for how long?
0: Stop teaching? Yeah. About four years. Four years.
1: That's a long time.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, still help people kind of on the side and stuff, but you know, I used to always be in front of a classroom or have an event here, have an event there, you know, just helping people. Um, you know, you just see when I, when, you know, what we know and what we can share, it's just mind-blowing to people, a lot of people. Yeah. Right? And, and you just see their eyes light up and their brain, and their, they just go into another, they're like, what?
1: Yeah, the, you show them a world that they didn't know it existed.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so if I can impact people like that and help people that way, I'm fulfilled. I'm satisfied. What
1: are you focusing on when you're teaching
0: on fix and flips or rentals? Like, I try to change it up. I try to change it up. I I, I try not to go too deep because sometimes, right? Yeah, it goes over their head. yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I did an event at La Brisa in League City not too long ago. We did talk about pulling cash, moving money around, paying things off. You know, it's tax free, this and that. We talked a little bit about that. Right. We talked about some some flips. We talked about um, wholesaling a little bit. Tom Barry spoke a little bit there about on um, psychology and mindset. That's what it is,
1: man. Mm-hmm. Look, you take Tom Barry today out mm-hmm. of this business and you dump him into yeah. who knows what, yeah. so,
0: and he's gonna he's successful. He's gonna success yes. and succeed because he's got the mindset, yes. right? Yes. I wanted to go back to plugging in. So, um, so about five years, six years ago, uh, I plugged in and got invited to this group. It was uh, invite only. We actually didn't talk about it. it. Used to be like Fight Club. We didn't talk about it. Right. But uh, now, you know, people know about it. But uh, there was top people in Houston, uh, investors. What was it called? Uh, top Gun. Yeah, or uh, Alex and a bunch of my friends were there. Yeah, like, Alex and Yeah. Right. You know, I taught Alex Del Torri how to wholesale. Yeah. 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 And he started that group. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so... Uh, and he invited me there, but I never went. Oh, you should have come in. It was... Yeah. Oh, it was so good. Top guys. Just, yeah, I know. I know. I know the, the characters. Genius, but... yeah. 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 I yeah. know who was there. Great stuff. I love
1: Alex, by the way. He's my friend. So. Oh, Alex is a great guy. I met him yeah. as, a, as a when he was doing foundations for yeah.
0: us. Yeah. That's how I met him. That's, that's we got that's drunk at a kind of rehab one time. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, like, <laughs> he... he uh, I lived in Cyprus at the time, and he was doing a rehab, or, yeah, he was flipping a house, actually, and he invited me, and said, hey, Ricardo, come check out this flip, because he used to do a lot of my foundations, Okay. Yeah. so i driving to my house, of course, I yeah. stopped there, and he had a cooler, that it was like <laughs> midnight, and we were still drinking in there, so.
0: Man, Alex, Alex can talk, I love the guy, I haven't, you know, it's, uh, we all kind of go our own ways in our lives, but, I mean, we call and he, I text him, that I say, hey, I know how i talk to him." he's like, man. Or anytime you reach me man we're friends like you want to go grab some let's go you know lunch or whatever but but yeah Alex and I actually did a huge event at the aquarium in Kima okay and I told him look dude this is how we're gonna how we plan it we got a call we got a text remind these Realtors to come we had about 50 something Realtors show up it's pretty cool Um, did it did a class we made a hundred grand that day Wow. I was like yeah it worked so good Alex we didn't do it again <laughs> But, you know, I did. I but, you know, I, I mean, Alex, I, so then I showed Alex, look, maybe I shouldn't everybody going to start doing. It. No, I'm <laughs> just kidding. No, I'm just joking. No, I, I showed Alex how to, uh, how to uh, market to realtors. Because back then, you know, at the Wealth Club and all that, when, um, uh, before Steve and Tom owned it, uh, was, um, I forget, I uh, can't think of his name right now, but uh, he, someone else owned it. And we used to go, and at that time, people were like, Realtors don't understand, you know. They don't understand the numbers we have to be at. They just don't get it. And I was like, "Cool, well, I'm teaching them," and I'm getting tons of great smoking deals. Right. For so then, a lot of people, you know, Alex and a lot of other people started reaching to realtors for deals. You know. So, right. But uh, that's
1: uh, I got a friend in San Antonio. His name is J R Hernandez. He closes twenty deals a month, all from realtors. realtors. All from realtors.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Wholesale. Yeah. I got one, those are some of the best deals, too, for realtors, because I got one on the contract right now. Hopefully, the seller brings all the paperwork, but it's got, a, the house been sitting since Harvey. It's got mold to the ceiling. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's been five years now. Well, yeah, it's, it's been a been while. That. It's got a garage apartment above it, uh, but whatever it's going to cost us, 70, 80 grand to fix up, and uh, ARV's probably 260. I got on a contract for $22,000. Oh, wow. That's cheap. Yeah. So, some of those are the best home run deals from realtors. And what I call, I also started right before COVID, uh, wholesale assistance. Right. So people would come to me, and I'm going to call out some names that y'all might know. But people would come to me and be like, uh, Nathan, uh, you know, I want to do what you're doing. And in my head, I'm like, of course you do. Right? I said, well, here's the deal. Well, there's another outfit in town, AC Ramos, or prosperity group. He does the exact same thing I'm going to do with you. He holds your hands, walks you through these deals. Well, he used to charge up to a hundred thousand dollars. That so, was Mai though. Timmy wanted Timmy, so, yeah, but Timmy yeah. is the
1: one that came up with the one hundred thousand. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, people paid it, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. And then people were like, "Wow!" Oh. I'm mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, it's a lot of money. Is it worth it?" Yeah, it's worth it. If you're flipping a house, make forty grand and do it over and over and over and over. Yeah, I said, "I'm not. I don't know. I've never been a guy. I don't know. That's just my choice. I haven't charged. I don't charge. I said, I'm not going to charge you, though." You have to earn your way into the group. The way you earn your way into the group is you drive around and write down a hundred vacant Bring homes. Bring a deal. hundred vacant homes, yeah. yeah. It, that tells me at least they're gonna put some work and I'll put right. my you know, effort into them, right? And so I had uh, 13 at the time before COVID. And out of the 13, one had done two deals, but very inconsistent, nobody else had done a deal. 77% of those people did a deal. I don't know another cushion program used Houston claim that that success rate but i really poured my heart into them right? right and uh you know they made the most money in their lives uh and that was 30 percent of the deal mm-hmm. so one guy got thirty-two thousand, i went thirty-nine thousand. there's a bunch of 20s there's the smaller ones too those are the bigger ones you know right and um and you know so so uh so so you know blake hawkins i don't know if you all know who he is he was in my group yeah. Right, uh, a few of these people, right, and some, some of them that's all they do with the rest of their lives now, right? That's all they do, and so I, I enjoy that. And I actually started that again, I got about four people in my group. There's some different different, changed up some things for sure, right? But uh, but yeah, like I said, I'm just going back to helping teaching people small ways, bigger ways. So that's good, man. That's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. We, I charge,
1: and it's because yeah.
0: my way of doing marketing mm-hmm. uh, works,
1: mm-hmm. and I don't work with everybody. Right, that's that's. The, I used to do that. Right, I don't have time anymore. Right. So, the people that I show, they had, they gotta have money for marketing. Mm-hmm. They don't have at least five thousand bucks for marketing. Yeah, they're not my people. Right. Because that's how I operate. You know. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm not gonna tell you go drive for dollars when I'm yeah. not doing it. You follow right. me? Right. I'm gonna tell you, hey, let's go do some cold call callers, some texting, this and that. This is how you're gonna pick a market and all that. Mm-hmm. But guess what? That's what I'm doing, and these are my results. Mm-hmm. But that costs money to operate the way I do business. So, so when I tell them, I say, "Look, I'm your guy. It's fifteen thousand for three months. Mm-hmm. If you can't do a deal after three months, there's something wrong with you." <laughs> yeah. But because now I know they're, they're they're financially solid. But if the guy comes to me and says, "Man, I, I don't have a thousand dollars to my name," I said, "I'm sorry, man. I'm not your guy. You got to yeah. go find somebody else that can show you how to hustle all the way up." Right. So we attract a lot of wholesalers that are. Um, doing one, two, three deals already. Mm -hmm. So they got the proof of concept is gone because they they know they can do it. Mm -hmm. They know how to negotiate. Mm -hmm. They just don't know how to set systems, processes um, in order to scale. And they may not be necessarily on the mindset that they need to be in order to scale. So that's where we work on them. Mm -hmm. And dude, we took a guy, we took two guys, that are, one of them is here, another one is somewhere else. I'm not gonna mention you know, the names, but they were getting ready to give up, like, and they were wholesaling, so they had all of that, all of those systems ready, but they were gonna give up. And and they came to me one day, and I said, "Look, man, I don't see why you're giving up." They're like, "Like, don't be a pussy or whatever, mm-hmm, right?" Mm-hmm. They're like, "Dude, everything we try doesn't work." And I said, "Try this, do it this way." They're pulling two hundred to three hundred thousand dollars a month today, mm-hmm. but they were getting ready to give up. Mm -hmm. So that's where we focus on, right? Mm -hmm. So all all I tell them is 15K is one assignment, dude, that's it. And after that, you're on your own, right? Now, if you want to scale bigger than that, then there is another, you know, medicine for that because now you got to learn how to hire people, how to delegate, Mm -hmm. how to, you know, build a team, create a team culture, you know.
0: That's a whole other process. That's a (laughs) whole different
1: animal than just slinging deals left and right Mm -hmm. for good money. So, Uh, In my opinion, you got four stages in in, in any business. It it doesn't have to be wholesale. It could be flipping. It could be uh, a taco truck or whatever. You're a novice when you're starting. You're learning. Then you become a hustler. Now the hustler already knows. Can get a deal. Can sell a deal. But it's grinding. Doesn't have many systems in place. Doesn't have necessarily the mindset. But it's hustling. Maybe he has a hustler mindset. Then they go to manager. Now the manager manages hustlers, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Now he's paying Nathan 10% for acquisitions, mm-hmm. the other guy 10% for positions, and he's may, he may be doing part of the deals, right? Mm-hmm. He may be in the, in the trenches with them. Mm-hmm. Um, then they go from manager to CEO. Now the CEO is just handling managers that are handling hustlers that are handling novices. Mm. See how that pyramid starts growing. It's a pyramid scheme, by the way. Uh, And then from the CEO, you go to chairman. Chairman is just guiding, It's just like asking and answering a couple of questions. But now the chairman has a CEO that has a CEO that have managers and hustlers and novices. And that's the evolution of an entrepreneur, pretty much. So we take them from the hustler mentality all the way to CEO. Yeah, no, I love it. I
0: love it. You know, this it's put a lot of different ways, but I like that way definitely yeah. that you're putting it. And, uh, you know, yeah, you definitely have to go from a hustler to a mom-and-pop business and then c- get out of the mom-and-pop business That's into uh, a, an actual business that has systems, processes, and procedures, right? And, and, and then you eventually, I think where you're going, with, you know, when you're saying that, it's like you become the, you're the visionary. Like, where are we going next? And you have to remove yourself from the daily tasks so you can do that. What is our next step in right. this company? Where, where are we headed? You know? So, so yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, uh, you know, and, and, and my, my thing was always freedom. That's what, freedom that's what I want. That's what I want. Freedom. I yeah. want
1: to tell you, hey, Nathan, yeah. let's go to fucking, let's go to Cancun tomorrow. Okay. Done. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Now I'm like, well, I mean, sometimes you got things that you already planned and you yeah. can't get out right. of, but, right. but, um, most people in our business cannot do that. Right. Ninety-nine percent of them can't do it. Right. right. Um, and and that's what I'm after. I'm not after a number
0: like uh, I gotta have X amount of millions or yeah. No, nah, I just want freedom. That's it. Yeah, freedom, freedom, and then and then I got freedom. I got there and you know I had my employees working. I had my I partnered with. so about about two years ago. You know when I was kind of down. Well. I was just in a different place. Yeah. Um, yeah. I won't mention names, but basically there was a, a, my contractor. I had him for three years, and there, he worked for me and two other big names in Houston right. that everybody would know. But he, he raised he raised some private money. He already had some rentals. He was, was great. He was the best contractor we've all ever seen. Wow. He'd have 10 to 12 flips going. We'd just be like, here's the money. Call me when it's done. And it's done. Cool. Great. You know, he just have him going. So he raised some private money, and he told the other guy, he said, hey, this is my last uh, month. Let me know if y'all need anything done. And they're like, what? What are you talking about? Like, um, uh, you need more money, or you want a partner? What's going on? He's like, no, 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 this is my last month. Just being a, a knight, being a good guy and telling you if y'all need something done, let me know now, and I'll help you. I'm like, uh, okay. So then he came to me, and he said, Nathan, I'm going to do this with or without you, but I'd like to do this with you. So I partnered with him about two years ago, and uh, so I don't handle anything on the construction side. I don't handle any uh, any design. I don't handle any of Like What kind of people text me? What's the what's the uh, amount on paint right now? I'm like, dude, I don't know. I don't. Yes, I don't. Yeah. I don't I, dude, all I, I find the deals and I get the money, and then I list them to sell. Right. You know that's what I do.
1: But um, so he
0: executes. Yeah, he, he knocks all that. He gets it all done. He's and he, he's great at it. He's great at it, and. Um, and so then, you know, uh, so, so basically I was working from home, just taking my leads. I'd get like three to five leads a day. Send them my assistant. She'd on my daughter and right. you know, all of that. And I had my freedom. And I just, at home for a while, I was like, okay, like, what do I do? What do I do now? Yeah. So I was like, so then I was like, wait a minute. What is my purpose? I didn't really have a purpose. So I got back into it. I, I just I had to go back and, and get it, get back at it, you know, and, and grow and do different things, you know? And so, so then I got back to, you know, my purpose and where we're going, where we're, where we're headed, what we're doing, you know? So, so now I'm, I'm back in it and maybe God did this, you know, we're almost at to, to wake me up, you know? And, uh, you know, I, i i look at it. I, I'm always an optimistic guy, right? Uh, just, you know, to, to say that first, but. I honestly look at it as an upgrade. I really don't give a shit what people think anymore. Like right. Much at all. Like I really yeah, <laughs> don't I really don't. I could care less. Yeah. I you know, I'm over here cussing around our own video. Oh, we're good this far. Okay. Us. Okay. So uh but yeah, um you know, so I just I I, I just have a different
1: perspective philosophy on
0: life God. perspective on life for sure. Uh and I'm just that's the things. That's the two main things I'm focused on is talking about God and helping people.
1: You know? Yeah, the universe and God, they uh, you know, I say the universe and God, because some people don't believe in God, but they believe in the universe, okay, so be it, uh, I believe in both, yeah. so the universe has, has a, I don't know if you read uh, The Alchemist by Pablo Coelho, bro, I highly suggest you read yeah. it, you're going to laugh your ass off, because, okay. true story, man, yeah. so I'm reading this book, I was in the oil and gas business at the time, working offshore, mm-hmm. and uh, I was flying from Singapore to Australia, and... I wanted a book to read. Mm-hmm. So I picked up a book, it was that book. Mm-hmm. I read half of it going to Australia and I said, man, this book is weird as hell. Like, Because yeah. it's a story of a kid that has a journey. Okay. And then when I'm coming back, I read the other half. But by the time I'm reading, I'm finishing the book, we're maybe an hour away from Singapore. It's like a six, seven hour flight. I start laughing my ass off, dude. That on by reading that book, I came to realize my journey, mm. and I was like, it's like it was like a like you ever had an aha moment that you're like, oh, man, yeah. I didn't know what this thing was all about, Oh yeah. right? Maybe mm. when your message with God, right? Like I gotta go back to teaching. It's an aha moment, right? Well, I had that back then in an airplane, yeah. half drunk because I was drinking, yeah. And but I read this book, and I was uh, I highly suggest you read it. That okay. it's cool. I was like, wow, now I know why this happened. Why this happened? Because sometimes things happen to us that we're not, we don't understand why. why, How come that happened to me? Or, you know, I'm doing things right, and like me, when Harvey Kane and my contractors left. Uh, Now, I already knew that the universe was taking me through a path. I didn't know why. What the result was. Or what the result was going to be. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you know, it is. At the end of the day, it is. my. You know, it goes back to mindset psychology. Being self-aware, being, mm-hmm. you know, for me, it's being kind of, at this point, too, spiritual. I got real spiritual after all that yep. happened, right? Um, and, and just being uh, aware of your emotions, your spirit, your mind, what you're thinking, all of these things. So, it's kind of a aha moment I had long time ago was, you know, when I started on I was 22 and I did a few deals with Tom. And Tom, Tommy said, to that five-year planning. He had a board. It was like, it was like five foot by two foot, and a line down the middle with specific dates. He's going to hit these goals within the next five years yeah. with pictures, right? One of them, he was in, so he'll tell you a story. He was in the old sixty grand with another business, about to get kicked out of his rental house, get his car repoed. His wife was working at car yeah, that. But <laughs> he had a yacht on there when he was going to get it. Yeah. He had when he was going to have a hundred thousand dollars in the bank. He had when he was going to start teaching real estate. He had all these things. You know, like, what? Right? But he told me, he said, Nathan, he said, I'm not going to do another deal with you until you finish this five-year planning class, until you finish your, your goal board and your five-year planning. I already had the five-year, I was like, uh, okay. So, but, but, you know, right after the class, it's not just about business, it's about life, planning your life. Mm-hmm. I was with this girlfriend who was just kind of convenient. Right. And I was like, man, I left the class. I was like, I need a up with my girlfriend. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So I went home and did that. Yeah. Yeah, you realize things yeah. when you
1: start writing your goals and like yeah. I'm a, I'm a firm believer of, uh, of using the same, you know, uh, goals and like writing goals and visions and things mm-hmm. like that, right? So I use the Vision Traction Organizer. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you read the book uh, Traction by Gino Whitman. I have listened. Okay, so it's that so book good. is boring as fuck. Yeah. But yeah. When you implement it, it mm-hmm. changes your life and your business, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, uh All my students, I teach them how to do that and that's part of our coaching. Now, by being able to write dates, Mm -hmm. amounts of money, Mm -hmm. uh, what your office is going to look like or your operation or what your life is going to look like, Mm -hmm. uh, it's kind of crazy brother, but you put all that stuff in writing, you're creating your treasure map, literally that's what it is. Life starts getting you on the path to make it all happen. I can show you today my my vision traction organizer that I read, I wrote maybe two years ago. Yeah, and I can tell you I'm ninety percent there.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's weird. I hear people all the time like, "Oh, I, have the plan. I haven't I have looked at it in years." I look back, I was like, "Oh, I hit those things." It goes in your subconscious mind. You're not even thinking about it, but it's it there. You're moving. It's there, and if you and we always say talk about your goals in public too. Why? Most people want to be a person of the word, man, woman, of their word, right? And so if you talk about those things, it keeps it fresh. you already told people you're going to do it. Yeah, it keeps you accountable. Yeah. And so uh, it's Yeah, powerful. so as
1: people with scarcity mindset will tell you, don't tell your goals to anybody. Yeah. They're going to wish you bad luck. Yeah. They're already wishing you bad luck yeah. any fucking <laughs> ways. You know what I'm saying? So might as well tell it them. That way, you know what? When you hit it, they're like... Fuck that guy, he did it. You know, like yeah. Right? yeah, but you did it with pride, you know. Yeah. So I agree with you, brother. Yeah. Like my wife tells me the time, don't tell your stuff to anyone it's like, look, I'm past that. Like yeah. I tell people what I'm doing, I don't care, like because the other thing is it repels people that are not supposed to be in your life, but it brings the right people into your life. Correct. Correct. Right?
0: Yes, yeah, so, so you attract. And you put it out in the universe and the universe hears you. You're like kinda of like what you're, what you're yeah. talking about, you know? And it just, it starts to come to you, you start to attract. And uh, James likes to say, what kind of person do you need to become to attract that thing you're trying to attract? Yeah. you know, hundred percent.
1: So... Uh, yeah, you got to, uh, I say, you know, I say that your external world yeah. is a reflection of your internal world. Yeah. Uh, and that's the same thing that James is saying, like who do you yeah. need to become internally yes. Yes. so you can, uh, you know, attract people Receive. from... From the outside, so yeah, and I, I love James, man. Uh, every time I meet somebody from the South, that uh, Friendswood, Clear Lake, that that the area where you guys are, um, I ask him, do you know James Toler? Because I know he's in Clear Lake, right? And like last week, no, two weeks ago, I was in Dallas at the Million Dollar Meeting. It was a big meeting that they had over there, with investors from all over the world, uh, the the country. Yeah, and I met a guy from Friendswood. And the yeah. guy's doing a lot of deals. Yeah. And and I said, you know James? And he's like, no, I, I don't, I don't know James. And hey, you not know James? And I said, like, how do you not know James, <laughs> yeah. bro? Like that's yeah. like that's his area. Yeah. And he's like, oh, the guy with the lending company. Yeah.
0: Oh,
1: and okay, I absolutely. said, yeah, he's doing loans now. He's like, well, I never met him, but I've heard of him because somebody that we sold a house to close on a deal using his money. Mm-hmm. And I said, "Well, you need to go to that meetup because yeah. James does every Monday a yeah. a like a like a two hour meetup yeah. where he brings somebody and all that and, and to me that's one of the most solid uh, groups in Houston, to be honest with you."
0: Yeah, you know, it's just in his small office. He's he's trying to you know he he rearranged it because you know it's different people it's yeah grown. in there and he'll have just on a Monday morning at ten a.m. Who who goes to meetings at Monday at ten a.m. Well, these are entrepreneurs. These are people that that he wants there, right? Right. Well, he's got forty to sixty. People. He had a women's meetup group. There was like seventy something women. there. Yeah. You know, he just he just started advertising that like two weeks ago. You know, so. But James are very and I are very similar. Uh, we reach out to people in different ways. One of them is Facebook. I would say uh, you know we're 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 what do I say? How do you say? Facebook famous? <laughs> right. Facebook famous. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's just a way to reach out to people. I use Facebook for business. You know, uh, I'm not here for the, believe me, I don't need, I don't, I like, I enjoy meeting people, but I don't need to be famous. Right, right, <laughs> you right. You know, right. I'm doing it for business, to help people, to reach out, you know, and so, uh, but yeah, yeah, I know the meetup's great. James' great guy. We hang out all the time. We just had lunch yesterday. And, uh, you know, so I just, yeah, I love surrounding myself with quality people like you, you know, just surrounding myself with people like that. And, Thanks, man. What, yeah. What's next for you, Nathan? Like- yeah, what's 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 All going right. in the future for you? So so. I'm very. I'm always optimistic, and I I, I reach Tom. Tom knows this ever since he met me about fifteen years ago, and uh, and I started to tell him. Uh, I think you know I'm just kind of kind of, chill out to the end of the year, because I think things are. He's like Nathan. I've never heard you say anything like yeah, that. No, I ahead. said, well, you probably you know it's probably true then, right? Um, not saying that I'm not. I'm doing. I'm not. All I'm saying is that we're clearing out our flips to the end of the year, refinancing some stuff, finished up the Airbnb's. We're still buying, but we're gonna buy at 65 cents minus repairs. We're not probably not gonna buy a lot there unless we get it from realtors and wholesale. Right. Um, and so, so that. But though, once I see the world by the beginning of next year, where it's at, then my goal is to. Start to, we have a duplex. We're going to build a five unit in the back. There's about 15,000 square foot back there. Okay. And then I want to build some strip centers. Well, and right. rent those out. F- sell some of those. You know, make a million, million bucks or whatever. Right. Then keep some. Keep a few. Right? Uh, I have the best guy on my team. My, my contractor. Yeah, that's that's uh, uh, business the hardest part of this
1: business is the contractors. Yeah. You know? well, well, on the rehab business, right? Or yeah. construction business.
0: Yeah. is managing contractors. And we're also helping contractors who have never flipped, who have a little bit of cash, to go flip, to flip with us. We're also doing that right now. That's good. So, um, so we're enjoying that, helping them out. You know, at the end of the day, we're just helping people out. We're just helping people and making some money while we're doing it. Absolutely, know? why not? Yeah. Everybody yeah. wins. Yeah,
1: yeah. everybody yeah. wins. The contractor yeah. learns the business. Yeah, you guys profit from it. Mm-hmm. Now they gain, they gain experience as well on how mm-hmm. to find the capital, how to find the deal. Mm-hmm you know, how to execute, when, yeah. you know, what to do as a contractor or yeah. now when you're rehabbing a property, because most people watch HGTV and they think they got to do every house like that, and it's yeah. not like that. Like, when you got rentals, like, uh, you don't need to put that Yeah
0: $3,000 granite countertop on it, you need the $850 one, you know? Yeah, yeah <laughs> So, yeah. no, I mean, and I've always had the, I've never had the scarcity mindset, you know, it's like, how all these people, you know, and, and, and there's, so many deals out there that people aren't getting to. Guess what? People are still getting foreclosed on. People are still going doing these things. Why? Because one of us hasn't reached out to them yeah. to help them before they get there. You're absolutely right, man. A hundred percent. You know, so 100%. There, there's so many deals out there all over the place. You know, yeah. There's so, more deals
1: that, that one person can do. Like otherwise, yeah. there wouldn't be thousands of investors. Yeah. Now it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger because the reach is like these things, like podcasting. YouTube education is way out there. When I started, man, it took me a while to find the groups that, that, that I started becoming a part of back then, because mm-hmm. the connectivity wasn't there. You know, yeah. like my house deals—that was the only thing I knew in Houston, and and, um, and when I went there, then I met all of these other people that took me to a whole different lane. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know Michael Black's the CPA, yeah, and Michael Plax, Jet sure. Landing, and, and right, yeah. Um, yeah. you know um, uh, Alex when he had Trinity Foundation, and um, all of these different uh, people that were in the, in the space back then that are still in the space today, but they may be doing different things. But um, but yeah, man, it's a uh, it's it's uh, it's you have you've had an amazing journey, man, and and, and you started as a wholesaler, then you went to a flipper then you became a landlord, then you went to teaching, and so you've been all over the place now. And, I'm a multifamily too. Wonder. Multifamily? Yeah, I sold it. yeah. You sold it? Yeah. There you go. So multifamily. Uh, and and one thing that I liked about what you said is that you're, you're chasing freedom, you're not chasing maybe shiny objects mm-hmm.
0: uh, or things of that nature. I'm, I'm after the same. Shiny objects never come when you chase them. Right, <laughs> they right. only come when you attract them, you know. Right. So, yeah. Well, brother, thank you so much yeah, for man. coming in today. Yeah, man. of course. It, it was a pleasure. It was an honor to have yeah, you. you.
1: Guys, at dot right. February three, four, and five, Houston, Texas. Get your tickets right now; they're on a discount. Uh, this is somewhere around October, November. So, remember, my tickets go up every month because I bank oh, on wow. procrastinator, bro. Yeah. I bank on procrastinator, yeah. dude. We sell our VIP ticket. Right now for seven ninety seven. Yeah. At the door is two thousand bucks. And usually we set up we set about ten at the door. Well let me
0: flip some of those. Let's do it. I'll <laughs> uh, hey, see you on the next one. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I've got a circle of wealth. Look that up coming up. Uh, if you want to come attend a uh, seminar, we got a lot of great people speaking, business owners. And Andrew Franklin, I and Boris Sanchez will be speaking at um, on the west side of town. Uh, look, look me up, follow me on Facebook what day? Ethan Haley. I don't know off the top of my head, Euro. but look me up on Facebook, follow me. I can't I can't add you anymore on, fa- on friends, but follow me, and you can look at everything I post. Boris, so
1: we'll make sure Boris has been here before, too. Great guy. Uh, we'll, we'll make sure to look you up, guys. Uh, what is it called again? Circle of Wealth. Circle of Wealth with Boris, Andrew,
0: and Nathan on the west side, right, you said? Yeah, well, Circle of Wealth is a different one. I have four of them, but that's one of them, and then Andrew Franklin, me, and Boris uh we don't really have a name for it but it's 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 andrew franklin me and boris it's going to be on the west side at city center area
1: okay perfect yeah. right here just yeah. down the road yeah. so uh,
0: amazing guys so look nathan up
1: uh make sure you send him a message telling you something on the real Estate entrepreneurs podcast and i'll see you on the next one bye